the only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone. Hey. It's bad dog Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. I'm not The more you know who you are and what you want, the less you know. Things upset you. I've had a rough year, Dad. You want an unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. Conversation anyway. And the family's gonna be like, you can't be sarcastic about him. He died. And I'm like, he would have wanted me to. And so I've thought about that several times in my life where like family members were like, I mean, I thought my dad was going to die a couple of years ago uh, when they had to uh, amputate both his legs. We were fairly certain my brother was going to die a couple of years ago um, because he was in a coma for God, I don't even remember how long, like an actual coma, not a my no. mom telling people on Facebook <laughs> that he's in a coma. When it's just a nap. <laughs> um, yeah, like, no, 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 no. He's just knocked out. That's not a medically induced coma. He's not having brain surgery. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I've had to think about that several times. And, like, I I would probably decline doing it. If even if somebody was like, yes, you should, because I think that I would be that guy who like, like everybody's going to get up here because somebody died and tell you all of these stories that make them look like they were this better version of themselves. And it's just not the case, you know? I would love to stand up and be like, let me tell you about this asshole. Exactly. If, if you knew him, you probably know this story. And then I would tell the can't finding you in the hotel story. Yeah. <laughs> and like, be in, this including, including ruined my entire weekend. <laughs> yeah. Including the, yeah, exactly. Including the, if I had gone to the movie that I wanted to go to, he would have died. <laughs> he would have died years ago. And for a movie that once he saw it, he didn't even like, but I did. That prick. What movie uh, was it? Um, God, it was just in my head. It's that long title about the the guy in the woods. Oh, it's that the, movie was not good. From Battery Guys. Yeah. Hear me, whatever. I like that movie. I thought it was really fun. Oh. But anyway, that's probably when you started hating movies anyway, so who cares what you think about it? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing um, Disney Plus is here to give you all the TV shows you could ever want, ever. Um, oh, my God. And in perpetuity. So I know I sound like an absolute brat, but. No. It's too much, I think, <laughs> at this point. Like, it's awesome. And 12-year-old me is like, shut the fuck up. But <laughs> I'm just like, there's so much of this. I, <laughs> like, Look, I've still not watched <laughs> Jessica Jones season two. I am so fucked. It's not even funny. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just, it's not going to happen. I need to get Katie into this shit immediately. And I still get, and like, so 
Endgame comes out on streaming the same week that her dad is re-diagnosed. And I'm like, well, fuck that. We're not watching it. No way. And now I'm like, there'll never be a good time to watch Endgame. So Katie's probably officially out of the MCU forever. I'll never watch these shows. Yeah. Oh, God, I couldn't imagine watching that movie in that. Oh, yeah. No, I was so excited. And then all of it happened. And I went, oh, yeah, there's and I haven't told her, but she she knows. So spoiler alert for Endgame, which like almost everybody except for Katie has seen um, like she, she knows about Robert Downey Jr. dying. And that's fine. But it's sort of like the, the concept that Dave Gonzalez kind of promotes on Storm of Spoilers. It's not really about the knowing. It's about the execution. And the execution is really fucking good. And it's going to mess her up. And I'm not going to let her watch it. <laughs> Or, so, or it's about watching his little fucking girl that's look what I mean. at him as he, yeah. That's the execution. It's, like, it's the way they did it, and it's the the. I love you three. That the video. Oh my god, they've been recording. They've all been recording video and audio for each other with him in private. All the siblings have. So like, there's no telling what stuff we're gonna get after he passes, and when because he's even wrote he wrote something because. Carol and Hal are at their 45th wedding anniversary this year. They they surpassed it. Um, so I think he's got something like for his for her fifth their 50th. What would have been their 50th that she's gonna watch? She doesn't know exists yet. Something like that. It's crazy. But that's what Robert Downey Jr. does with the video at the end. It's just all of it. I'm like, nope, this is gonna fuck her up, and we'll never watch it. So Katie's out, and that means that I will watch two of these series and then quit because I'll become overwhelmed, just like I did on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Although, I, did you see the thing where it said that um, Disney Plus is saying that they're not going to release them as binge shows? They're yeah. going to release. Them. So that's the one thing that it, this is just going to turn into my regular weekly watching. Except with these shows, that could potentially make it work. Yeah, like HBO shows. Like I always pretty much keep up with at least one HBO show ongoing. Um, so like I watch like like this year it would have been. I didn't watch True Detective, but then I started with whatever came after that, like Veep leading into Game of Thrones and Barry leading into whatever. And now, like, I'm watching – I just started The Righteous Gemstones. I'd also be watching Succession, but Katie Katie really loves it, so I can't cheat on her with Succession. I got, I've got. i got to get into The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, my God. That first episode, it is <coughs> – bless me. you. It sees Southern evangelicals. It is – crazy how weirdly accurate it is and katie grew up in mega churches and like playing music for these big churches and stuff and her brothers several of them have run them for like these churches that have like eight thousand people in them in atlanta and stuff and it's like yep this is what it's like also then very funny because it's who's doing it right right anyway. um i watched the first episode of the boys how is it everyone seems to think it's really good is it good i love carl urban i mean all you hear is like it's amazing and it's completely messed up, but like that doesn't convey how messed up it is. I mean, it's Garth Ennis, right? That's because his, yes. his, yeah. I mean, I assume it's pretty pretty messed well, up. But I mean, it, it is it pulls no punches on all of the like messed upness of it. Like, it, it definitely seemed like Amazon was like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, like, all of this is good. Like, you don't have to cut anything. I mean, they're, ugh, I, I can't even talk about it. It's 
Just the first very, episode? Very good. Yes. Oh. And it is very good, and I am going to keep watching. But there were moments... Thankfully, there's stuff that they don't show. It's just alluded to, which may have been the... I, but I don't feel like that was Amazon's line in the same. I feel like that was... Uh, well, A, creatively, Ennis never... Well, at least in the, the boys. I read probably half of it. Didn't show anything too graphic, but didn't shy away from going like, this definitely happened. Yeah. It, very much in a Watchmen kind of way. Like, you know Silk Spectre got raped. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to show you that she got raped. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Um, and it's just, oh, uh, it's it's a little much. But it's also very, very good and extremely well acted. And I can't wait to see where they go. It's kind of fun watching a show where you're rooting for against the superheroes. And not necessarily even for the bad guys. It's just like, oh yeah, they're all dicks. <laughs> so, you know. Um, and I also watched the first two episodes of Cobra Kai. Everyone seems to love that too. That's not one I have. I have zero interest. I'll never watch it. Uh, I cannot imagine a time I'll ever watch it. Uh, were you a fan at all of Karate Kid? Uh, yeah, I really liked it when I was little. I watched all of them. Multiple, the first one I've watched so many times when I was little. But it's been... I lived in Highland Ridge Apartments, so fourth or fifth grade since I've seen any of them. It, it's n- so it's not. I really, really liked it. Sure. It's not. It's not well acted. It's not well written. The concept is absolute genius, and so fitting for like it hits me on like a level. Where all of the things that I really connect with always hit me. Like it's kind of existential and like this whole like, yeah, I was the bad guy. But, you know, maybe that's okay. And now I'm trying to do something good. But I'm still maybe not that good of a person. This guy over here thinks he's the good guy. But like he's really just a piece of crap like the rest of us. So and I kind of love that Ralph Macchio like steps back into it and is like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with, I don't think it's given anything away to say that he's, he's playing Daniel LaRusso and playing him as if he does still believe that like, no, like I'm the good guy. I was a victim of this bully and like, I came out on top and, but like he does things that like, like, that's not good. Like you should not act like that. And, you know, he's kind of become the jerk, even though, uh, William Zapka is still playing that same jerk bully character. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's just really, really interesting. And that's only in like the first two episodes. So huh. still never will watch it. It sounds great. Yeah. Just no, never watch it. Oh, it know. It's not well acted at all. <laughs> like the dialogue is terrible. So, did, did but, you catch up on She-Ra? You, were, you said you were watching She-Ra the other day. Oh, I finished finish it. She-Ra, She-Ra. How do you say it? Say it quickly. She-Ra. She-Ra, okay. When I say it quickly, I'm like, is that right? Because there's a, there's a hyphen. I don't know. Anyway, um, 
No, it's so good. So, so good. I love the little short season thing. Like that made me like that makes it move at a clip. And then like you get to this moment and it, it's almost like we're reading or reading, watching like a, a long chapter in a book, like the way yeah. it is, because it's not so overwhelming to watch that. I don't know. Anyway, it makes me want to go back and watch Voltron. because I know some of those people and I watched the first two seasons of it, really liked it. And then it was too much to watch. And so I just I couldn't keep up with it and I stopped. But it made me want to go back and watch that. Um, <laughs> That's funny you bring that up because that's I feel similarly about She-Ra, except it's so well done that it's almost heartbreaking that there's not more of it. So, oh yeah, but we're getting more though, right? Like that's not like oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, it, it, it's coming. But it hits those same notes of like you have all these characters and like. Uh, Entrapta, which I, I know those are stupid names, but like she's this character who like was supposed to be one of the good guys. They thought the spoilers for Shira, <laughs> they thought she died. So I, I'm in by all not like, oh well, she's probably dead, so let's go. They literally like they're like, no, we just watched our friend die. And so they leave her behind for her to basically just fend for herself and she's she doesn't turn on them but it feel but when it's all discovered it feels like she did but there's so much more complicated and really she felt betrayed by them because she thought she finally had friends and she very clearly just like um the bad the main bad guy the what's the name the big guy or hordak even even hordak they all just want to have a friend yeah (laughs) like Catcher just wants a, a real friend who never traded, tra- who never made her feel inferior, which has a lot to do with her own inferiority process or, or oh god, complex. And it's just like this whole wrapped up. I yeah, it's very, it's a very layered show for a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's freaking incredible, and I, I cannot believe the level of talent involved with the show and how well shows up for like an episode yeah yeah it was so crazy and just how well executed it all is um one of the like driving forces of it is uh um the lady that created um now i'm drawing a freaking blank on the name of that uh that comic book Lumberjanes. Uh, no, it's Noel Stevenson, but no, there's one. It was uh, like a kind of a fantasy book that she wrote, and me and Greg talked about it on Loose Staples and freaking loved it. And now I'm absolutely drawing a blank because I'm an idiot. So, oh well. No, I'm figuring it out. No, oh well. Let's <laughs> see. Keep talking. Let's see. Lumberjanes. No, Lumberjanes is good, and she is involved in that. But no, it's uh, Nimona. Nimona. Nimona, which is one of the... I obviously couldn't remember the name of it, but it is one of the best things I've ever read. I'm really glad that I wasn't totally wrong about Lumberjanes, though, because that's the first thing that came to my mind, and it would have been really dumb if I'm just sitting here going, Lumberjanes, Lumberjanes. And Lumberjanes is really, really good, but that's more of a... uh, So is this just a one-book thing? Yeah, yeah, just one thing. It's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. 
if you love She-Ra, you should definitely read it. So well, maybe I'll order it. I've yet to do any true emotional spending. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, if you're not watching She-Ra, man, you're missing out. I mean, I am. Well, I've just met anybody that listens to this. You know what I mean. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, did you hear about Dark Ray? No. Do you want to hear anything about the footage that was shown at D23 of the last, or of Rise of Skywalker? Nope. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) What a bitch. I have specifically avoided all of it. Oh, that's too good. Well, if you talked about it, you could talk to Joanna Robinson on Twitter. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> Super jealous about that. So funny to me. How it's it's like Twitter interaction. You're like, it's really good. You have a girlfriend now, anyways. <laughs> I don't have that? a girlfriend. <laughs> um, what label that, would you give it if you had to? Uh, she. If I do not know your last name, you have we're not in a uh some kind of official relationship. So. Does she know you don't know her last name? I don't think so. I, she probably assumes that like if I stayed at her house, clearly I picked up something with her last name just to find out, but I didn't. Did you did you purposely not so that you wouldn't find out so you could still like not know? Well, I, I could see a version of this where you're just like it's kind of fun that I don't know. I mean, yeah. Kind of. But I also didn't go snooping. Like, if something was sitting there in front of me, then it would be difficult to avoid. I wouldn't be like, oh, God, don't look at that. But I specifically have not gone snooping for anything. Your very specific kink is cuddling with strangers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm amused. That's That's definitely not it. So So I want to talk about Denzel Washington movies for a second. (laughs) Because we had we started having this conversation, and I don't know. So I have watched twelve this year, okay. And I'm going to run through them that I've seen because it's easy. It'll be easy to do this because I can just tell you which ones I liked of the ones I've seen, okay. And I've seen a lot of Denzel movies outside of these twelve, but these twelve I had never seen before. Um, I watched The Mighty Quinn, The Magnificent Seven, The Equalizer, The Equalizer Two, Fallen, Out of Time. Courage Under Fire, The Bone Collector, Virtuosity, Deja Vu, Safe House, and Two Guns. I only liked out of all of these, The Equalizer movies and Deja Vu. The only movie that I gave more than three stars to was Equalizer Part 2 and Deja Vu. Like, like, the rest of them are all two or below. Magnificent Seven, I gave one and a half stars. The Bone Collector is one. Virtuosity is one half. Is an awful movie. Oh, it's so terrible. And at the end, have you? So the, uh, whatever spoilers for this dumb movie. At the very end, like Angelina Jolie and him are at like a Christmas party, and people are coming over, and she like randomly, flirtatiously squeezes his para- paraplegic hand. Yeah, it, it is really weird. But the best part is like he notices, but he can. I guess he does have that one finger that works. I guess. Yeah. That's so dumb. Anyway, and uh, yeah, they're all terrible. Safe House is a terrible movie. Two Guns, I hate Mark Wahlberg. There's a line in the opening where um, uh, Mark Wahlberg 
Goldberg says to Denzel Washington, everybody loves me. And then Denzel goes, nobody likes you. And I truly felt like I was like, that was just for me. <laughs> and, and then the movie, and then it has a great creepy Bill Paxton performance. Yeah, um, it does. <laughs> but those two things, like I gave one star for the Mark Wahlberg joke and one star for Bill Paxton. Everything else is terrible. I thought his guns was fine. <laughs> That's a terrible movie. And so um, I'm just saying 12 movies, three of them I like. Equalizer movies are definitely like beach reads. They're like the John Grisham novels of his filmography. <laughs> and like Deja Vu, I think, is fucking incredible. I don't care what you say. Um, and I, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, I really thought I was in for more treats with Denzel. And his movies are terrible. It's 12 movies. I don't think all of those are as bad. As, a, you don't, you didn't like Fallen at all. No, Fallen is terrible. The, the, even just the like somewhat interesting premise of it. No, because it's like the voiceover thing, and it's like at the end, I told you, I blah blah blah. And it's like really the the demon spirit's the one talking at the in Denzel's voice. It's so stupid, but it's a cat. It doesn't make sense. It's so stupid. I hated it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah cool. like law of the averages you would think this dude's been in this much stuff and so surely in 12 movies at least 30% of them would be good um, but no I mean he's he's always fine in everything but no his movies are not and he really is, yeah. And this is no uh, condemnation of him because he is in every movie. He's the best part of them. Um, but like, I just don't. Except for Bill Pag, Bill Paxton was definitely better than him in Two Guns because that was some next level fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I was looking at like his overall filmography, and I'm like, Book of Eli's fine. Um, Inside Man's pretty great. I'd like to revisit American Gangster. I may do that before the year is up. I really hated Flight, but he was really good in so, Flight. What you should have done is watch Virtuosity and then American Gangster mm-hmm. to see oh. <laughs> like how Russell Crowe became at least a competent actor. And like Denzel Washington is, I love him, but he's still just doing the same thing. <laughs> I mean, so he definitely is. It's, and um... it works for him. That's great. But he's still just doing the same thing. I'm learning that my favorite version of Denzel so far is um, <clears throat> there's two things I've seen in him that I like. One is the more recent Equalizer-ish, kind of I think started with Man on Fire, but the 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 cool but hard uncle yeah. kind of character. He's not literally an uncle, obviously, but you know what I mean. Um, and then there's this thing going on in his early movies, which I have not seen enough of yet, and I'm about to start getting into those um to more of those but i call it the dick swagger version of him because he's like thirsty he's out there getting it and he doesn't i haven't seen him do it too much in these movies but like the um the mighty quinn which was a pretty average movie he is like out to get back with his ex-wife but like or his wife but like 
in a sack. Like he doesn't want to just have a romantic, like he's like, I got to get back in bed with her. And like, there's something about that energy. I'm like, yep, I, I'm he's great. Um, but then I feel like he's found this middle, very safe ground where he shows none of that swagger and then none of that kindness in the uncle thing. And that's where he lives a lot of the time. And yeah. I don't, and that stuff, those movies end up being very boring to me. Um, but I like go to either one of those spectrums and I'm, I, I seem to be more in on those. Deja vu is both. That's why I think I like it because he's both definitely trying to get it with the lady who's basically dead and also trying to be really kind and save the day and be this cool uncle guy. Yeah. The people I, he's working with. I would, I completely agree with that. I don't, I wouldn't have described the second one that way, but I would have just said like, Having because you're not a crass man like me. Yeah, I would have said having fun, Denzel. Like when he's like having fun on screen, and that's not a sex reference, but like you can see like this like weird energy that's kind of positive and also desperate at the same time. Like he's really fun to watch on screen, but uh, I also like like the semi heroic kind of like. I was put in a bad situation and now I'm about to fuck some people up. Like I like that, that version too. I don't like, um, I don't like, uh, like bombastic Denzel. Like everybody loves training day. I I didn't like it. Like I just didn't like it. I like training day, but I don't like, I think in looking at his filmography and what I have seen, um, it's not, I don't think it's in my top five. And that's saying I didn't like like a nine of 12 movies I've watched. So, I mean, I mean, it's not even in my top five, I wouldn't think. Um, but, I do, but I do like it. So I'm not really arguing you, but more saying I, I just like it. But feel free not to. <laughs> I don't think you're dumb for not liking it. I could see why not to like it. But also, also Ethan Hawke is a guy I really like a lot. Kind of being what I would be like in that situation. Yeah. Just freaking out and definitely accidentally taking the PCP. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I'm going to end up having him ranked before the end of the year. I've watched, like I said, 12 movies and I'm basically doing one a day. Um, that where I have been for the last four or five days and I'm going to go swing to some of the younger stuff. Now I'm going to watch, I think the devil in a blue dress soon. Um, Mo better blues. Cause I'm also going to watch some Spike Lee stuff before the end of the year. So that'd be a nice little, edition um i gotta watch the great debaters which is one mr pat our comic book guy really loves and i've never seen um which i may i think it's gonna be super like heartwarming but um but probably good because pat's never really steered me wrong with this kind of heartwarming movie i've always ended up enjoying most that he really loves Mm. but anyway so that's that um what else have i been watching oh I watched some anime. Why? That's right. I haven't watched. I haven't watched Jessica Jones season two, but I've watched four total episodes of anime in the last three days. Because I have coworkers who sort of forced me into it, and that forced me into it. I can't be forced. Um, did you say why again? Yes. <laughs> you there? Yeah. You, what's wrong? It's uh, just. Uh, I... I understand she was very anime influenced, but for the most part, and I don't don't at me, but 
I freaking I don't like anime, man. Although I'm excited about this Cowboy Bebop film that may or may not be happening. So yeah. So um, yeah. So the anyway, I have two coworkers. I'm trying to get to watch The Expanse, and together they their favorite shows are both these animated shows. And also, I enjoy talking to them about things, and so this would give me something to talk to them about in their world, not just them meeting me on my level or talking about Marvel stuff, which is what mostly we end up talking about. Um, so I decided to try them out. So I watched the pilot episodes, or the first episodes. Nothing's got a pilot. It's all just made to order. Um, but I watched the first episodes of um, Neon Genesis Evangelion? Jellion? Gellion? I don't know. Um, of the first one of that, and then the first one of uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, um, and then I watched the second episode of both. Neon Genesis is by far much better. It's really good. I'm really into it. The end. I'm, I just I don't even have a. I feel like I've broken your spirit. What just happens? You have. <laughs> Why? I watch everything. What's the problem? Have you have you watched Legion yet? No. Okay. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> I forgot about it until you just said it. There's so much stuff. I'm gonna just text you every day. Like you should it's be watching. It's an hour this. long. These are like twenty minutes. You should be watching minutes. this. You should be I watching this. At eleven thirty, the last or two out of the last three nights, I'm like, I could probably stay up another half hour and then I'll pass out. Twenty two minutes. I'll watch one of these that's literally how it's gone sorry mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't say anything I watched Gotham for four years what do I know Jesus Christ you still watch The Walking Dead too I believe The Walking Dead last season The Walking Dead was very good yeah like, still no, who cares I do why? Because I like the last season. So much time, and so finally you're like, oh, where is it? <laughs> I like last happened? season. Yeah, but I like last season. I thought it was very good. So, you know. Maybe it is like a bad relationship. Like, maybe this is like, that was like that last good year. Like, after a couple of bad years, it's like, oh, no, it's going to be okay. Like, th- this year was pretty good. And then this season, I'll just be like, "Wow, why? <laughs> like, no, we should be done. Let's just end this." <laughs> so, yeah. But hey, there's a movie coming, and at least one more spinoff. So, well, that's what we all needed. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch any. Of yeah, I. Um. So. Do you watch Fear the Walking Dead? I do. Okay. It's got people I like in it. I've heard that the the I guess this last season I don't know, recently I heard it was really great. Uh this but. past season has not been fantastic, but um it's been good enough. I I love Garrett Dillahunt. I will watch that dude yes. in anything. Yes. So doesn't matter what he's doing, I support it. So he's in it. I'll probably watch it even if they killed him off, but I'm definitely watching it while he's in it. So, yeah. That's fair. Um, um, so what else? Ezra met Ezra. Yeah. 
that's that's, really cool. that's exciting. That's a story I would like to record for the Star Wars podcast. Um, you like like for me to come on your show? Is that what you said? Yeah. You, you for a second, sorry. Uh, yeah. Probably the stupid internet here. It always sucked. <laughs> um, no, I would love to. Sure. When do you guys record now with your new schedule? Do you have uh, a set Yeah, I don't yet? know. Cause, nope, because Jacob is working overnight now as well. Oh, crap. So you guys can just record on like a Tuesday morning. Uh, yeah, it's going to be extremely difficult. So I don't know what we're going to do. The show's um, going to die. Don't kill the show. Yeah. Um, I think his is only for a couple of weeks. So, which sucks because a bunch of news just broke and we have not had time to talk about it. So, well, I'm not looking at spoilers, you can't talk about it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he did and I'm sure he'd bring it up and I'd be like, well, I didn't read that, but okay, I guess. Um, How can you engage if you don't? Uh, 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 this is this is my anime. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I have an official like release from Lucasfilm or, or trailer or whatever, then I'll read it. But I'm not reading about what somebody else saw at a panel. I'm just not going to do it. Okay. Okay. So. Fine. <clears throat> I, I, you can hate me. That's okay. I don't hate you. I just want to talk about one particular thing, but it's cool. Um, <laughs> I also haven't had a lot of time. I've been extremely yes. busy. My Very wife. <laughs> doing what? Uh, what you been doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Training for a new job. What kind of job? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, this is our friendship right here. Here it is, everybody. Uh, that amused me so much. Okay, I'm done. I was going to say position, and then I rephrased it to say job. You can't win with me? No. Uh, um, so anyway, yeah, so you are trained. So you train during the day for the nighttime job. Is that right? Well, so it's it's the same thing. Um and like I, I like I can't I I guess I can talk about what I'll be doing. I'll be doing the same thing I've been doing, just in a different way, with different abilities, and uh, I'll be doing it in the middle of the night. So well, from seven p.m. to seven a.m. Monday through Wednesday, and on Thursday night. Um, I get off, I go in at 7 and I leave at 1 a.m. because I only work half a day. So, um, so yeah, I'm only working three and a half days a week now. So, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we'll see how it goes. My first shift isn't until tomorrow night. What happens if you like fall asleep? I'm, I'm, so, and I'm also in a room. By myself, I'm sure some people will stay like a little bit later, especially for the first week or so to make sure things are going OK. But like the way everything's set up is that like I'm basically by myself. There's other people in the building. There's almost nobody on my floor. And like whatever happens, I'm responsible for everything. So if I fall asleep and something goes sideways, not good. <laughs> 
I'm not going to follow Freak, though. I'm not. So weird. I also... And so... Um, which I said something to somebody else, and they're like, well, that's illegal. And so... There's, since there's nobody else doing what I'm doing, because it's very... It's almost like a startup kind of situation. Where it's like, okay, we're doing a startup, or we have this startup, or whatever. So all the work has to be put in by the minimum amount of people possible. So that means if you're the guy running or doing whatever in the middle of the night, there's nobody awake to do your job for an hour while you go eat lunch or take a nap in the car for your lunch break. So... We're not telling you you can't have a lunch break, but we are telling you there's nobody else here. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, if you go to lunch and you come back and everything's chaos, like, just know that you're the one that's going to have to clean that up. So, do with that what you will. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, And I I understand it. And, I, I mean, I didn't balk at it. I didn't. I did ask, and that which is what brought it up. Like, so how do lunch breaks work? Like, not telling you you can't have your legally required break, you know, but we are telling you that it's just you. So if you go and break for an hour, whatever you got to deal with when you come back, still just you. So hope it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, training for most of the week. Like we didn't even like we haven't even talked about how all that went down. Like, did, did it go? That's because you've been busy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not really. I've I've spent two weekends there in the last five weeks you told me well your training was just this past week so i'm not talking in the past i'm just talking the last like three days but you told me you've been aloof so you know you've been aloof yeah i just meant for the last couple of days which is when i would have found out about your training okay (laughs) i just meant in general talking about stuff on the podcast like uh any of that stuff like me last time we talked i applied for a position that i didn't get (laughs) And then got basically handpicked for something else that I didn't even know about. So it's a very exciting. But the <clears> training, <throat> the training overall, go well. Um. Yeah, it was mostly stuff I already knew, and all of the stuff I didn't know is uh, like you can hand me a worksheet or show me something or tell me something a hundred times. It doesn't really help me. Like, I have to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, just uh, podcasting is a perfect example. The first podcast I think I ever recorded, somehow I screwed it up, and the audio wasn't synced right, like the two different channels. And I spent so much time trying to figure it out. And I think I told you, I was like, I just can't do this. I can't do it. But then, like, the second time, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I can split the channels and then resync them, make them one channel, and then remix the audio. Oh, okay. That ta- 
like the first time I did it, I spent like an hour and a half or two hours editing uh, like a 45 minute show. And then the second time I did it in like four minutes. So like that first time really sucked, but like it was doing it and going like, okay, no, there has to be another way. So let me keep working at this. And then the second time around, I was like, oh, no, you just do this. So until I actually sit down and do it, the stuff I don't know, I, I, I'm not going to know it. I'm just not. So That's fair. My brain. So I just need you to know. I, I just need you to know that I've really thought Ezra woke up for a second, but it was, in fact, Arya snoring about four feet behind me. <laughs> Because like uh, I have the over ear over ear headphones, mm-hmm. and so everything's a little muffled, and I can't hear all like the little. I have like a diffuser going on in the room, and if I take off my headphones, I can hear it very clearly. But with them on, I can't hear it at all. <clears throat> and so all of a sudden, I was like, "What is that?" And I'm like, I take them off, and the noise is behind me. Anyway, <laughs> so Killjoys. Have you ever watched Killjoys? I know uh, Ryan liked it. Did you watch it? No, I I should watch it. It's coming up on the final season, so. My God, is it supposed to be as good as it? I remember liking the pilot a lot, and then never watching more. Yeah. Anyway. I I mean, well, while I'm sitting up at work doing nothing for probably hours at a time, it might be a show I finally get around to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where to start with all the stuff that was going on with me. So, I mean, I, you've so we've sort of talked around a lot of it. Like, you got a new job. You didn't get the one you were looking for, but you got a new job. This doesn't have to be your diary. You don't have to catch everybody up on every step. Um, I guess I just, I. It's not a TV show. It's not linear. My it's life just, is a TV show. I resent the fact that you don't think it is. Yeah, you're very into your own narrative right now. I can tell. <laughs> Because you're right like, now? Gotta, hold yeah, on, right no, now? yes, because most of the time you want to be like, let's not talk about that, or it doesn't matter, whatever is bullshit. And right now you're like, here's every detail in a row, you have to have it all, dear I diary. Like that, I feel like that's been like the last two years. No, we, you would have an issue that was singular, but then would have backstory. So, like, the issue would exist, and I'd be like, okay, so explain what's going on, or so listeners can understand what's going on, here's the story. But instead, now it has shifted, and it is like, okay, on August the 5th, then on August the 6th, then on August the like, that's different. Like, instead of one narrative, it's now soap opera-esque, and that there are, like, nine different stories playing out about different things well that's that's yeah your life is like that now yes but the way this podcast is working is in that you want to tell all of those strands that's the difference your your story has become a narrative you want to tell you want to tell the soap opera of logan (laughs) logan's life to live (laughs) that's pretty good all my my crutches i blame you it's all your fault (laughs) As the swipes right. That's a that's a very small piece of it. I know yeah. it's the funniest part of it. Um, that might actually be the, the that small piece might be the one that actually comes back to like burn the whole thing down. How? 
I don't know. I, I don't. This is going to sound awful. I don't think that's going anywhere, and I think I just need to be done. So. I think you said that two weeks ago, and then now you're spending the next two weekends there. And next, uh, no, I don't think either one of those things are happening. So, oh, why? I just it was very weird this weekend and awkward and not like you did stuff you were ashamed of, and then like you were both ashamed afterwards for a while. No, no not like that. No, just like. There were moments where things were Lashes just like, of light. yeah, stuff like that. I know it's really difficult to explain. It's gonna sound stupid if I explain it, so it's gonna make well, I, I was gonna say it's gonna make me sound like a jerk, but whatever. I guess I'm not above making myself sound like a jerk. Um, it was just like little things. Like w- at one point, we were going to dinner. I think. Were we going to dinner? Yeah, we were going out to dinner. And I was waiting to open the... Waiting for her to come to the car. I was going to open the car door for her. Because I'm not an asshole. Because you're chivalrous. That's what that is right now, by the way. These days. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I mean, I do it. I'm just saying. If you don't do it, you're an asshole. And... If you get upset when people do it for you, then you're also an asshole. Like, it's not, it's just a nice thing to do for somebody. And it's not even a romantic thing. We all know how I feel about my mother. But if I went to go pick her up, I would still go open the door for her. Does she get feminist about it? No. Because I have a coworker that won't let me let her leave the escalator first. Like, or not escalator, um, elevator. Like, if the door's open, I used to, you know, I'd put my hand out so the door wouldn't close automatically and let anyone in it go before me, right? That's what I do. Every time. Me she, too. Every she time. freaked out on me, which is like, and I'm not, like, I'm honestly not attacking her feminism, but that's her belief is that is sexist and I should not allow her to do that or she should not allow me to do that and it bothers her. So I actually will open the door for everyone else and then we'll walk out and she'll exit behind me. Because that's the only way we will not fight about it. Because if she's shitty to me about it, I'm then very pissed off because I wasn't doing anything rude. No, that's just the person that you are. Right. But I'm just saying. Yeah. No, 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 no. And so I feel like, did she get mad in that? Kind no, of it's way? dumber than that. Oh, God. <laughs> How can it be? What is what? How? There, She's not going to listen to this. No, she's and not. you don't even I'm know her last name. You can't even dox her. You won't let me finish the story. It's too funny to comment. I'm sorry. There was a rock in my tire. And I kicked it with my foot trying to knock the rock loose. And she said, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I thought I could just knock that rock loose. But whatever. It's just a little rock in my tire. So she, like, gets down and tries to dig the rock out of the tire. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, I was going to get the rock out of the tower. I was like, I could have done that. She's like, well, I was just trying to be nice. I was like, that's not nice. That's ridiculous. So you're the asshole. (laughs) I said I was going to be the asshole. (laughs) But, like, that's just ridiculous. Like, I could have got down on the ground and tried to dig the rock out of the tire. 
So, so what? Is, so does she? What? How does the door factor into this? It doesn't. That's why I was just standing there, and I tried to oh. uh, kick the rock out, and then that, uh, and then she got upset because because you I got upset. upset, and I was like, I I can't do this. Did this you say that to her? No. <laughs> this is this is the um, the new version of where are you going? What are you doing? And there were little things exactly like that. And I understand that. So because we talk about other things too, but like that's the world she comes from where it's like, Oh, I have to do whatever I can do to make sure that everything's perfect. And I'm like, I I can't deal with that. I, I can't. I can't have you walking around trying to make sure that every little thing goes exactly the right way because somebody's going to get mad about something. Like, that will drive me bananas. I don't need you to fix every problem I have. Okay. I mean, I mean... You said you're not going back. I don't have anything to really drive home. Okay. Does any of that make any sense? Yeah, it's you don't want a relationship. Where you have to compromise with another human being. And all of their shit that they bring to it. Just like you. I guess. That's basically what you just said. Even if you don't realize it's what you just said. Yeah. I mean, you could find that person who has the perfect compromises that your compromises also compat with theirs like so fantastically well that it's barely even noticeable because you both just it just works. But compatibility has a lot to do with adjusting who you are in a way that is both comfortable to who you are and to that person. And like, because like if like I'm a different person than the person that initially met Katie. But if I were ashamed of who I was based on the things that the changes I have made, but instead, like, I don't drink as much. <laughs> um, I don't get in trouble at all. Um, I and I basically have my head on straight about what I'm doing day to day and kind of have a purpose and things feel good. And that's good. Um, but like me before that and the stuff I had to change or compromise that led to change only led to better change. Um, my friendships, the ones that I have, are better. Um, and the ones that I dropped were are still very bad. Like when I talked, like not bad, but I'm not as healthy. Like I have a friend from high school that will occasionally text me and be like, I guess we're just not friends anymore because we don't text that much because we don't have much to say. He's still like he works in a restaurant and he's single and he lives with like a girl and her boyfriend and – I don't know what the deal is there, but it's probably what it sounds like. And like, it's just like, it's a whole different life than mine. And we have nothing in common anymore, except the fact that we were really great friends for during high school, basically. And like, as I don't need that in my life. And like, I don't like, I would probably talk to him more if I were not in my relationship only because I wouldn't have as much to do, but I don't think my life would be any better for that. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, so I don't know. 
I think that you have to, you're gonna have to if you want to be in a relationship, you're gonna have to make a conscious decision to not be as absolutist as you are. Um, and if you don't want to be in one, which is sort of what you described, then you don't have to change anything. You just don't be in one. Yeah, that's disheartening. You sound like Eeyore, like full on. <laughs> <laughs> this was related to Eeyore right then. And, but I mean, I did start this going like, I know I'm in the wrong and I like overreacted to a degree that was like, you're an idiot. Why are you acting like this? But in the moment I was just like, you look ridiculous. Why are you on the ground trying to dig a rock out of my tire? What is wrong? Like, what? Why do you think everything has to like? Oh, I have to do this to make this situation perfect. Um, no, stop doing that. But, like, but that's who she is. So I'm just trying to change somebody else's behavior. We don't. We don't need a female you. Um, so yeah, I just I was like, I don't think I can do this. So. <clears throat> Like, if it's just, like, see each other every once in a while and, hey, that was fun, then that's different. But, like, I just, I don't think I can do that. I'm not ready for that, I guess. <laughs> you said that like it's a smelly sock. Yeah, I'm, but that's what it felt like. I was just, like, so... But you know, there's also a level of this. And this is what the podcast is really all about. You know, there's these kind of conversations. There's a level of this that is genuinely. It sounds like you once again being very unwilling for people to be genuinely nice to you. I have and a being, difficult and, time with that. And you and you have a yes you do and you have a very difficult time accepting the concept that you could be worthy of that girl woman sorry getting <clears throat> down and trying to get that rock out of your tire. So I want to read something to you. Oh God. <laughs> so okay. we've talked about this other female before. <clears throat> sorry, her name is Courtney. She's somebody that I work yes. with. She's somebody that I am very much friends with, um, and that is 100% it. Like, she has other romantic interests, and obviously I do as well, and there's nothing, even if that wasn't the case, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. Like, I know people will say that, like, oh, I look at her and, I look at her and go like, yeah, she's very attractive and she's bubbly and yada, yada, yada. And she's fun to hang out with. But also at the same time, I look at her and go like, well, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> like that. Sure. Just, okay. I'm trying to find, I was meandering till I, I could find the conversation. Oh, so excited. So, okay. So Sometimes I, I do you just want to be a member of the Seinfeld friends because that's what i feel like you sort of want you said yada 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 and then i realized oh my god that's logan logan is one of them <laughs> i mean i i guess so I you're know. george but with quiet anxiety <laughs> i am very much george so oh, damn it i'm not gonna be able to find this we text way too much so 
Anyway. You search your text for like uh, a phrase if you know a word that she said. You can do that? You have an iPhone, right? Yeah. All right. So if you know like a specific word she said, like go to all of your text messages, like the main text message screen with like where it says like Katie, Dana, Logan, Jen, and then pull it down a little bit and you'll see a search bar come up. Do you see that? Yes. If you just type in like a word that you know is in a chain, like usually it's like a number for me, like I'm looking for a phone number, a dollar amount. I know it's like $45, so I'll type in the number four and I'll show you all your text with that word in it or like all the conversations with that word or phrase in it. And you just click on the one. Um, so click on Courtney's and it should bring you to the spot in the conversation where she said that word or phrase. It's not perfect because a lot of times you're looking up stuff people say multiple times. But it can help. Right. If someone says, like, fantastic, and you remember they said that, that makes it a little bit easier. Like, let's see what happens if I type in dick. I get four conversations, all of them group conversations. Everyone's making jokes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I don't remember a specific phrase. I remember it had something to do with a house. So okay. and if I search house, it's it's very... Um, you anyway. talk about house a lot, don't you? No. <laughs> That's a good joke. Come on, keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I wish I could have found it. Um... No, she just like we were talking about something. I was being like self-deprecating, and she uh, she went on and on about like ha- like you own this really nice house, and it's really really nice, but there's a lot of things wrong with it, and uh, you know it needs this, it needs that, and like all of this other stuff, but you're not willing to put in the work to actually make the house as valuable as it actually is. And instead, you just keep punching holes in the wall, uh, like all of this stuff. And she was like, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. And then I made a joke about myself. And so I get. I was going to illustrate your point by going like, yeah, I get that. And you're not the only one who feels that way. So That's fair. So uh, what are you going to do about it? That's exactly what she said. <laughs> I like her. You would like her. Like, if you met her, you'd be like, I really like this chick. <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't because I don't say chick. I really, you would say I really like this person. Um, she tells me to do the same thing you tell me to do. Well, I mean, are you going to do it? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe with my new schedule, then I will start trying to go to see a therapist at least once a month on Fridays. We'll see. There you go. Mine just sent me a letter that said it's been so long since I've been that she will no longer be considering me a patient. (laughs) 
So that's good. I mean, is that... But that's fine. Good for you? So... Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm... Well, I may actually... Um, I'm sort of debating. I may go and talk to her about sort of... Because she gave me a lot of tools, and the tools have helped, and so that I kind of keep working with those tools, which I love saying tools because I hope you're getting an enjoyment out of that. Um, but day to day, they have helped. Meditation's a big part of that, um, but perspective as well. And so, um, my thing is, I have a good handle on stuff now, and my anxiety's been a lot better since. You know, even like while I was going and it has not like gotten worse since I've stopped going. Um, and I felt like I was at a good place to to stop going. Um, but I do feel that maybe I could should get a little help on dealing with what's about to come within my family. And um, with the loss of Hal, I think we're all going to go through a lot of stuff. And I think everyone could use a leg up if there's any tips for how to help somebody or people because i think that um i won't be like just katie it'll be like i'll you know see her siblings and her mom i'll probably see her mom a good bit because she'll be able to like come visit and stuff like that um and so like to kind of get um, not grief counseling but sort of uh, a conversation about grief and how you can help people who are struggling with that um kind of conversation so i may go back with that intention um, but, um, but yeah, anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. So it's, I'm not, it's not off the table. I haven't just like totally turned it off. It's just more like I'm good right now. And anxiety is a big part of why I was going. Um, and I've got a good handle on that and I can even recognize it when it's happening. Um, like I used to not be able to, I would think I had stomach cancer <laughs> for like a week. Um, right. but in, but in fact, you know, my father-in-law is, is passing away and it's very sad and it's messing me up and I get where that's happening. Um, but I'm mm. also talking about stuff more than I used to and more openly and honestly than I used to. And that's also helping me because that's something I've realized was a big part of my problem was the corrosive nature of uh, a secret that didn't even need to be a secret. Yeah. So, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm. Go get your tools and then quit. It's funny. She talks about all of that same stuff. She's like, yeah, I have all these problems, but now I have all the tools to know how to handle it. I'm just like, I don't I like, I understand what you're saying. I just don't. She's seeing Dr. Dickinson. Do we see the same person? <laughs> I, I don't know. I could ask her. I'm just kidding. No, uh, it's definitely not. No, don't ask. Um, um, but, but yeah, so I don't know. I think that uh, that would be good for you. And I think, the, but I think the problem is, though, truthfully, is that you've got two people who are at least engaging in therapy, so they have some understanding. And I think with us two, and then you're also high intellect that you deny, but does exist. Um, you know all of the stuff you need to know, and the question is, would a third uh, party who doesn't know you or isn't your friend so you don't have to ever excuse what we say it's just because we're friends would their words have an effect on you at all and i don't know that it could be that remove that they have because i do think you just discount things people who like you uh say uh because they like you and obviously that means they're crazy or wrong 
And so maybe it would be helpful if a third party who didn't give a shit about you just wants your money and to give you and to do a job that they get paid to do gives you the same advice you already know you need. But maybe that's the thing that helps. And you're, I mean, uh, I know I said it, but like you're not wrong about that. I had to go to a party the other night for my new job at somebody's house. mm -hmm. And like I walked in and this group of people, a few of whom who knew me, I like introduced myself to some other people. They started asking me questions and the other people started talking about me as if I was like, oh, he's so good. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to stand here and listen to this. So I'm just going to walk away, which probably was very rude. But... (laughs) I can't stand here and listen to this. I have to leave. So. I mean, I don't know. Do it. Just try it out and see what happens. It could all help. All of it. And it could not. Then there'd be no podcast. (laughs) Can I record my therapy sessions? I mean, maybe like if you put a recorder in your pocket, but I think there's probably some sort of like professionalism. Nah, I wouldn't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> it see, it seems sketchy. Um, that's what I need—a therapist that will sign off on me recording them and then putting them up as a podcast. I'll mask their voice. <laughs> it's just a garbled robot voice. <laughs> It's the most annoying podcast ever, both because it's your therapy session and the doctor sounds like a robot. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. So there you go. Life is exciting, but not always in the most fun way right now. And, you know, I guess for everybody. And turns out the thing that for months I was just like, I think I'm ready for something equivalent to this. No, I'm not. I can't accept all of that. Like, I can't deal with it. So. Did you tell her that? No. Did you say yes or no? No, no, I didn't tell her. You should. It'd be the the kind thing to do. Not not the breaking up part. Because I know you don't have that. Well, we're not together. Yeah, you know (laughs) what I mean, though. You know what I mean. I know. Uh, and um but but like the here's what's happening on my end and i apologize that would be very valuable to her most likely that's part of the tools is knowing when somebody needs something from you that you're not giving yeah you're right please do it i'm just like you don't have to commit to me to do it but i'm just saying one last time please do it it would be the nicer thing to do you're right okay (laughs) i mean i I can't promise that I'm going to do anything. I know. I just, you're very diplomatic and I, I like it. It would be more like me to just never, ever text again, which is a total dick move. And I completely understand that. So, but you know what, dude, it's not abusive. It's not, it's not like you lied about who you didn't catfish anybody. You know, you're not some like you weren't some fake secret millionaire. I mean, you didn't have a trip plan that you now are giving to some other woman. It's just, you know, it's just shit happens and you don't know her last name. She probably knows. 
knows you don't know her last name. Um, like it's, you know, you guys aren't like you have said, you guys aren't like fully in and committed unless there's shit you're not telling me. Nope. But, but like, so I think that if you didn't text again, that the message would be clear. I doubt she'd probably push the issue and you just move on. If she pushed the issue, it'd be worthwhile to say something back. If you didn't at that point, maybe it'd be a dick move. But right now, it'd just be kind of like some things just fade away. I dated a girl one time. It went really well. Arya is scratching your ear. It sounds like someone's humping on my bed behind me. Um, <laughs> um, so sorry for that because it's much louder probably on the mic. But um, And um, so <laughs> I'm so distracted by the dog. Um, stop it, Arya. Now she's walking near me. Go away. Um so I was dating this girl. It was really great for like two months. No, it was from October through Christmas, basically. I met her at a Halloween party um, and we dated pretty intensely and heavily for like two months. And then she was just like, this ain't working. Bye. <laughs> and it was it. It was over. And she had good reason because she knew I was still in communication with my ex and just you know she's just like deuces and then it was like i didn't get an explanation she wouldn't talk to me about it it was just it but i knew it kind of sucked that i couldn't have a conversation but she was like i'm out and she was out she was just she was supposed to call me because we had new year's plans and uh and she didn't i reached out didn't hear anything back reached out one more time still didn't hear anything back and was like yeah that's that <laughs> And then, and then as a bench, and then one day I realized, oh, she unfriended me on Facebook. Yep, this is definitely over. <laughs> and that was that. So, yeah. I just I would feel like such a jerk, but I'm also very much a coward, so I don't like confrontation. Except for cancer, you'll fight that shit face to face. No, I avoid it until it almost <laughs> kills me, and then then I fight it face to face. Oh man. Um anyway. Um I guess there it is. I don't I don't know what else I have to say. Oh no, this has killed you. You this is oh, I'm so sorry. No, I just I guess I really hadn't had the thought that like, oh wait, no, this definitely means you're not ready for any kind of real relationship because like the rock in the tire thing is just a metaphor for shit that's going to happen and you're not going to be able to handle it because somebody's doing something nice for you and it drives you insane. Hey, no, let me, let me, so that's your, that's your judgment of yourself, right? I didn't say those things. I just said, that's what happened. And this is what you would have to do and make a decision to do it. Um, not telling you to make one, but you would have to make a decision to do it. So that, I hear your judgment of yourself, and that's fine. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not making that judgment. To me, though, another metaphor or comparison to you, you also vehemently would not podcast. And now look at you. And I just as I told you then, you totally can do this and be really good at it, but you just have to decide to do it. And that's what I'm saying is you have to make that decision to do it. I think my judgment of you is that if you chose to do this, not with her necessarily, that's not my point. I don't know that relationship. I'm not trying to make 
that call. But if you chose to invest in a relationship, what the the compromise, the hard stuff, the good stuff, the the giving, the accepting, if you chose to, you would crush it. You would make me look so bad by comparison and you would be amazing. And it would become one of those things where other women would hear their friend's relationship with you and be like, shit, my man doesn't do this. And you would start to say, don't tell your friends about me and like the stuff I do for you because it makes me look bad because their boyfriends hate me now. That's who you would become when you choose to do it. You are capable. You won't have to learn anything to be that good. The only thing that you're not doing now is choosing that struggle. That's my that's my judgment of you on this, and you can and I know you believe otherwise, and that is fine. I'm not here to to litigate it. With no, you. I mean I, I get that. I don't agree with the like. Oh, I would crush that, but I do get what you're saying. So yeah, that's fine. You would though. You'd be, you hold doors instinctively. People don't do that. That's actually something that is very uncommon. Not even as a public common courtesy. It is more and more uncommon. You have all the good stuff. And you just have to have the ability to, to struggle through the hard stuff. Um, and that ability is just a choice. It's really all it is. It's sort of like that thing they say um, that some people say about being in love. Being in love, like that whole romantic part of it's one thing. But like being in a relationship and in love and married, right? A lot of that is about waking up every day and choosing to still do that thing. Because I could, I, could, I could wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what? Today is the day I'm like, not... Nope, you pay for your own health insurance. You do X, Y, and Z. I don't. I don't want to live in where I live, and I'm done. I'm out of this relationship. I choose not to do this because it is harder than if I just were to just be on my own. I could just choose that. It may not be like feelings wise, emotionally, it might not be healthy. I could wake up tomorrow and just make that choice. People do it all the time. And some people do it with a slow degrade of feelings and whatever else. But some people just wake up and go, yeah, fuck it. No, not doing it. You have to do the reverse. That's what you have to wake up and do one day. And say, nope, I choose to actually try to, to do this. And I think part of that will be the right person. And I'm proud of you for stepping out there so you can meet people and see versions of this that are good and bad. Because it's been a while. And I'm glad that that's happening. Um, and, and I think therapy may give you some clarity on what's actually good and what's actually bad. That's one of those tricks that I can't figure out because everything I hear about these people is through your filter. Right. And so, um, and also my filter of you on top of your filter. <laughs> and so it gets very complicated because I'm also defensive for you. And so I get, there's one in particular I get really pissy about, but then I also realize, like, as you said, I don't hear a lot of other stuff. So who knows? Um, even though I'm pretty sure I know. Um, but yeah. Are you talking about the other female? Okay, yeah. I haven't had much contact with her since I'm no longer sitting three feet away from her. So, yeah. And so that, that, that syncs up with my judgment of her. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I, yes. I bought her child. She, she signed her kid up for soccer and she came into work and she was like, I just didn't realize all the stuff I needed. And she was talking about needing a soccer bag. And so, without even asking, since I knew her address, I ordered a soccer bag on Amazon and just had it sent to her house for a kid. Like, it may be choose not to be taken advantage of, too. That's a good thing to choose. Just say. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't get a, like, 
response. Eventually, I just texted her and said, hey, this said it was delivered. Did you get that? Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. But I really should not have had to text you and say, hey, did you get the thing that I sent you? So. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Also, um, this, this other chick is not the... She's very much like me in that she cannot handle people doing nice things for her. So that also presents a problem. So. Oh, here it is right here. I suck at that too. Let's don't do nice things for each other. This is great. We can be comfortable in our weirdness. There it is. See? There's your compromise. But the thing you'd compromise is your desire to do those nice things for someone else. I, I can't. I like. You could. Mm. You say you can't, but you could. With the right tools, you could. You, to you could not be not do nice things for people. No, no, you could. You, the soccer back thing is a good example. Say something like that came up. You could you would get to a point where you could have a conversation with her because you've worked through it where you could go with with the the nicer of these two women. So now I'm not talking about mean girl. Uh, <clears throat> and you could say to her, <laughs> I get it. Go ahead. You know, she is mean because she didn't text you and you sent her kid a soccer bag. She's a single mom. She's got a lot on her plate. That's rude as shit. It is. She's very rude. Which is mean. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. But you could say, hey, you have a need. I can I can do that thing for you. I can take care of that, whether it's paying a bill or buying a bag or, you know, a night out and I'll hang out with your kids while they sleep and you can go to the movies with your friends. Whatever it is, you could offer the thing. And you could say, but I know that it's tough for you because it's tough for me to accept it too. But it would be helpful. And do you think maybe logically I could just do it for you and then we're good to go? And that'd be that'd be fine. And you don't have to do anything. You could have a different kind of conversation other than, why are you doing this? Get off your knees. Don't blah, blah, blah. Get off your knees. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I this is why it. you need a real therapist because they don't make these kind of jokes. <laughs> They're not allowed to, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It, it would be very interesting to hear a therapist's reaction to my self-effacing personality. You could so. you could show up because the first therapy session is all it is. And we've talked about this a long time ago. All it is is just like it's a lot of Q&A, them getting the kind of the, the lay of the, It's basically like showing up in a foreign land and kind of looking around for an hour. <laughs> you don't really understand anything better, but you kind of know what you're like. Here's some landmarks, you know, and so you could do that part and then be like, and here's a link to whatever, 19 hours or whatever it is. I don't know how many of these we've done um, of every podcast. And this will give you all the insight you need before I show up next week. I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> do, I'm telling you, that therapist would be so ready to talk to you. <laughs> because you're not dishonest, but also your bullshit is very noticeable. And so, like, they would be, they'd be like, they show up, they'd be like, you're the best I've ever had. Let's do this. Oh, like that time I at work, I told somebody, like, I don't really like drama. And somebody turned around and said, why the fuck do you keep walking headfirst into it? <laughs> that's pretty good. I didn't know that got said to you. But that's accurate. Yes. It's like, that's a lie. I was like, no, I don't really, like, no. You're lying to yourself because uh -huh. you literally just walk head first. You're like, hey, here's no drama over here. 
here's something going sideways over here. Let me go see what that's all about. <laughs> I genuinely think that you sent that bag and you absolutely knew you wouldn't hear any shit back about it. That might be true. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, motherfucker. Yep. It is okay. true. It okay. is. Okay. I, I I thought maybe that would, you know. I thought it would be different. That just made me really sad. I'm sorry. It made me pretty sad, too. So, anyway, tomorrow I start my new job. I think this is the first time we're going to end one of these podcasts and you don't feel better. I don't. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm accepting that. I'm just stating it because it's weird to think about. Yeah. Ah. It's all right. I don't always have to wind up feeling better. Yes, you do. This is my thing. This is the thing that this is my this is my crutch. This is why I do this because at the end of it, you always feel better, even if it's for a minute. Um, I'm just kidding. I mean, I I I'm I feel more I feel more resolved about things, even though I feel like I am moving backwards. So. No, you're getting to a, a cool new job with lots of opportunities. You've taken some huge risks this year, and you're going to learn some more things about yourself, and that's good. Um, are you 100% not going back down next weekend? I'm not asking for dog sitting purposes. I'm asking for you purposes. Like, are you 100% not going down next weekend? Or do you think she's not going to invite you or will uninvite you at this point? I'm not 100% not going down. I am going to Atlanta to Dragon Con. So, oh yeah, Sunday. Yep. Yep. But but the other the the pit stop is unknown at this point. Right. And are you waiting on her or are you like what's the, where's the question mark coming from? Um I'm waiting to sleep on it and see how I feel. So So you're thinking about canceling. She has not canceled on you. Right. Got it. You're hiding that fact. You could have said that clearly. I gotcha. Oh, so, no. All, this is all me. She's still very game. So. I say I say you go back. If if anything, as an exercise in saying, hey, like, and, and then your goal is to do whatever you all do anyway, but then to also at some point say something honest about the way you are about the stuff. But like, but not, not like angry honest, because you can get that way. <laughs> But, like, open your heart just a tiny bit and be like, take a peek. And then yeah. close it. And then close it. And then that's a step. It's a baby step. But it, and it's like a little thing of going, even if it's something you know that you have in common, you can say, hey, for real, like, I go through that all the time. And it probably answers for, and you can pick one shitty thing that's an example of it that you've done. And it probably account for that time. Remember when I did this? That's me acting the exact same way. So I get it. And then you close the heart door and you'd be like, you know, an asshole and blah, blah, blah. And then that's it. Mm. You're done. That's fair. It'd be a good exercise. And it sounds like when you go, it doesn't sound like you're having a terrible time. And it doesn't sound like you're being treated badly, which is nice. No. And... Yeah. So, anyway. Good luck on your job. That's exciting. Mm. I hope Thank it goes you. well. Text me tomorrow night while you're sitting there with nobody around. I'll be in my bedroom going, please, God, don't wake up, child. I absolutely will. 
And uh, and I'll be watching Legion. I'll watch one episode of Legion tomorrow night. Okay, good. I may watch one tonight. It's only 10. But I can't watch a Denzel if I do. What do I do? Legion. I'll watch a Legion and four episodes of anime. Oh, my God. <laughs> your anger, not anger, but your, like, disgust is really fun to me about this. Yeah. Yeah, have fun with your anime. I'm just saying... Tim and I could be friends again if he only knew. <laughs> oh, man. I found a card from him today. It made me very sad. Mm. But that's okay. I found another card from Josh. Do you have to go? I'm sorry. No. Okay. That's only a couple minutes. But he sent me a thing. So he, Josh went to Europe a few years ago on, like, a vision quest. Do you remember this? Did I tell yeah. you about this? Yeah. So... Um, so when he went, we actually sent him this big party, this going away party. We hadn't, I don't think we'd even known him for a whole year when he went and we brought him, uh, letters, um, for his, he could only open it at certain times. Like one was, I don't know, like I'm making this up because I can't remember the exact dates, but one was like his birthday and 4th of July and stuff like that for this trip. And he could only open them on those days. And he did do, and it was just taken from the day he left to the day he came back. Um, and so, like, the last one was literally, like, the day you came back, which I just realized was modeled after the letters that Katie's dad wrote her. I haven't thought about this in so long. So we actually modeled the idea off of what her dad did for her when she went on that week-long mission trip where she, Saturday on her arm came from. Um, anyway, so we sent him – and so he wrote – and he read these letters. We connected to Josh very quickly. We really loved Josh very – it was just – we were all friends, very tight, very quick. And so he wrote a, a handwritten, very, very tiny – beautiful handwriting but very very tiny handwriting serial killer handwriting um letter that was like both sides of the inside of a card and then the back of the card that like responded to almost everything that was said to him and about his trip and about and it was like the nicest thing sorry that's okay I plugged my Kindle up and it just came on. It sounds like the expanse. No, it's some commercial. Why won't you go off? Oh my god, I hate that thing. Sorry. That's okay. Um, Anyway, it was really nice and I was really amazed and I went, I have one friend who can express his feelings in a healthy way. But it took him sleeping himself through Europe for four months to get there, so who knows. Maybe you just need to go on a sex vision quest. I mean... On a different continent. I'm 40. I don't think that's happening. But that's fair. That's fair. You also had the hair of like a Disney prince when you wake up in the morning. So yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I, it is. I feel like if I look like Josh, then I'd have a lot fewer problems. No, I you'd have so many more. <laughs> <laughs> I would need to take uh, penicillin on a daily basis and. Would be drunk a lot. So, yeah. Good to know. Just saying. He's good. He's good. But for a while there, not so good. <laughs> but anyway, any, any yeah. hates anybody talking about his looks the same way that we hate people talking about our manners. So. That's fair, I guess. All right. Well, I'm going to go watch something. Who knows what? Anime. Maybe. I'm so <sighs> I feel so betrayed. You too. <laughs> uh, I would feel less betrayed if if I found out that uh, this sounds so crass. 
I found that the chick that I just slept with was in fact sleeping with someone else as well. But you don't know her last name, so the chances are high that that's... No, I'm saying if I found out. Oh, like, okay. I, 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 I'm not really, like, so delusional that I'm like, oh, she's not doing anything else. But, like, to find out, I was just like, well, well I felt kind of betrayed. Because, like, that's not the conversation we had. <laughs> so, I just did something really mean. <laughs> Do you want to know what it is? Yes. I texted Katie. <laughs> And I sent two messages. The first one is, Logan had sex, with exclamation point. The second one says, for the first time, with a period. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not true. (laughs) But see, the difference with that punctuation, this is is an English one-on-one lesson for her. (laughs) She's currently asking if that's true, and she is freaking out. I'm so confused. I'm sorry. Now she just goes, I'm so confused. What's happening? (laughs) Oh, man. So, (laughs) sorry about that. See, we should work together because I I could hang with your jokes if I could actually make them all the time. I mean, I'd, I'd be down for that. Hey, if all this pans out. You just let me know. Oh, my God. Guess what? What? I may be going to Fantastic Fest. Oh, that's awesome. You know why I may be going to Fantastic Fest? Why? Because Katie? So I, so I can meet Ryan Johnson. I hate you. I, I just hate you. Whew. I don't know yet. I'm waiting to get the, the confirmation. If I get the confirmation, I'm going to go for the last four days of it. He's closing it out with Knives Out, and they've already offered press opportunities to meet with him. So my goal would be, no matter what else happens, to see Knives Out and meet Ryan Johnson. <sighs> Do me a favor. If you mm-hmm. get to meet him and talk to him for like five minutes, uh-huh. just say, hey, I have a story to tell you about a friend of mine who uh, had cancer and went through eight months of treatment and had a really tough and kind of shitty time and then like... The happiest day of all of that was when he came up to visit me in Chattanooga. And the first time I'd seen I'd seen him in however long, he was smiling. And I said, what are you smiling about? And he said, they just announced Ryan Johnson is writing and directing the next Star Wars film. And then we went to go see Captain. No, not Captain America. Thor? No. not Thor. Winter Soldier, right? No. The Martian. Then we went to go see The Martian, and when we walked out, he told me he was done with chemo. (laughs) Well, okay, so here's the funny thing. (laughs) This is so weird. This is like, this should really let you know on some logical, unemotional level how good friends we are. My actual first thought was after I thought I'm going to get to meet Ryan Johnson, was I cannot wait to tell him that, dude. I've actually formed my first question around his relationship with fans and press based on the fact that my best friend years ago wrote you a letter because one of his favorite movies of all time and his favorite movie of yours is the brothers bloom. 
and you responded to it. And that has really like, it's not just that you hear about people saying how nice you are, but like, I know someone who has experienced that firsthand and you're a huge part of his life because of it. And you're a huge part of my life. And like, I see how you interact, but how like, and sort of, I've been forming it around his relationship with the press and fans based on like, like what's he looking forward to with the new movie now that the Skywalker pressure's off versus like, is he going to make little, anyway, I'm, I'm kind of forming this question, but it starts with this nugget of your letter to him. So instead I could just tell him that story or I could tell him that story and then jump into my question. But okay. I literally, I literally thought about you first. I like, I actually did. And was like, I've got to tell him about Logan. <laughs> I, I take back my, I hate you. I love you. I'm just saying. It's a true thing. I, all I want to do is shake his hand and be like, dude, I love your movies. Thank you for Brick. And thank you for The Last Jedi and everything in between. Um, that's all I want to do. That's, that's, I, I told Katie, I was like, I will do anything I can to just get in the room with him just to say thank you. That's all I got to do. Just got to shake his hand and say thank you. So everything else is just it's just butter. So I hope you get to do it. I did too. I will find out any day now. Um, and I'll text you and let you know as soon as I know. Um, but I've got all the logistics work out if I can go. Um, and so I just have to, um, I just have to get the confirmation, which has been requested. So we'll see. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. That makes me happy. We get to end on a happy note. Yes, sir. I thought about actually, so I don't know. I don't think there's a good way to do it. So I don't think I can do it. But I also thought about, fuck it, what difference does it make? But I thought about bringing, I have a copy of this collector's edition of uh, the Brothers Bloom that I've never even opened. Because um, it's like, it's just beautiful. And anyway, and but I thought about opening it and having him sign it to you and then bring it back. But I know that's like a huge faux pas to get the like the person you're interviewing to sign something. So I'm like, I could keep it in my bag. And if a publicist is with him, I won't do it. Because that could cause like a scene, but if it's just me and him, then I could be like, "Do it." Because I think he would be like, "Yeah, man, fuck it, we'll sign it." Like if, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know if I don't know what the thing is. I don't know. You don't care hugely about autographs, but I thought that would be really cool. I mean, I I would love it, so especially if it's signed to me. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. Like, hey, to Logan, like Wolverine, very simple, Logan, and um. But so I'm gonna bring it. That's my goal. If I get to go, I'm gonna bring it, and then we'll just see what happens. Now, if I give you this, I'm gonna want your regular copy of Brothers Bloom on Blu-ray. <laughs> um, I mean, you got it. I actually don't think I own the Blu-ray. <laughs> well, then you just have to give me a Blu-ray copy of it. I don't care about the special edition part of it. Like I do care, but like you don't have to find that on eBay. Like I found it. I just, I just would still like to have a copy. But that'll be our trade-off. Hmm. I actually didn't uh, know that that existed. So yeah, it's like a white box. It's got yeah. some. I, it's very gorgeous. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, I I didn't even know it existed. So that's pretty awesome. It's the first time I knew something pop culture that you didn't. That wasn't about anime. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, it was like a Korean edition or something, right? Yeah, something like that. So. Well, I'm excited for you. That's awesome. I will keep you up. My my other thought was I could just keep it in my bag because if I can meet him and then he knows who I am and then like a day later be like, hey, man, good talking with you the other day. 
would you mind signing a movie to my friend who I told you the story of yesterday? Boom. That would be that would be the deal thing if I can make it happen. But if my interview is on the same day as seeing the movie, that's the last day of the film festival. So I can't do it that way. I'm, I'm, look, look, I'm trying to figure it out for you, buddy. I just want to shake his hand. That's all I want. I mean, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. So I'd, like I'd a, love to just shake his hand. It's like the time I met Tarantino and had him record a video to Katie and Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Still can't believe I did that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyway, all right, man. Well, this was fun. Not yeah. A, I'm glad we finally got there. I literally almost just said the name of our show. I almost said it's yeah. not a blank. Yeah, we never do that. I know it was a mistake. Mm. Anyway, well, good luck tomorrow. Be in touch. I know you will be. I will be too. Don't be so aloof. I won't. Good. And have a better tomorrow. You too.